Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first in our special November editions of the Talking Floorball podcast. With me today, joining me for the first edition of our guest interviews, forward for the Czech Republic women's national team, currently playing in Zug United in Switzerland, Martina Repkova. Hello, Martina. Hello. Thank you for the nice introducing. <laughs> You're very welcome. You are one of the most talented players, not only in the Swiss League, but on the Czech women's national team. And it's a pleasure for us to have you on the podcast today to hear your thoughts on, on yourself, your journey in floorball, and also uh, where you see yourself going in the future. So the reason for those of you listening, thinking uh, what's going on now for November and talking floorball, we are going to have one player each from the top four nations as we prepare for Singapore at the end of the year. Women's World Championships coming up soon. It's been a while. It feels like it's been too long since we had the last Women's World Championships all the way back in Uppsala. Uh, maybe slightly overshadowed with the whole COVID situation and the men's happening at the same time. So it's good that we get to fully focus on the women this time round and you get to show off your best talents in Singapore. So Martina, let's start off with yourself. Give us a little bit of a background on yourself and a bit of an introduction with your journey in floorball from a young age. What age did you begin and, and what was your first club and experiences in floorball? Honestly, I think that my way wasn't something special. I think I have started playing only hockey when I was in secondary school. It was quite late, honestly. I think I was around 13, 14 and it was just hobby in the school. So. I never thought that I could play as like some competition and it was really cool that in my school, uh, my sport teacher, currently he's the director of the school, he created the club and then I start play, but I'm not sure how long I was there, just maybe half of the year and then I came to the Prague because I really wanted to play, you know some haggis competition so my first first like the official club was elite praha it's not exist anymore but then i switched for hodov and i was there i guess eight or nine years so it was like really i think the my best part of the career and currently i am in switzerland so uh yeah i think now i think uh when I was in the Czech Republic, uh, I was just on in Khodov and it was like my the work career there. So, uh, yes. You started off, uh, I believe, with, uh, excuse the pronunciation, Shokol Novestrasheci. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, ex exactly. Yes. Um, it was my school there because, mm. as I said, it was just hobby for me and it was like always before the school, we had a, like one hour, you know, just play for the fun. And in the small town where I lived in Czech Republic, Novestra, I should see, uh, we had an option only for the basketball and volleyball. But honestly, I'm not even close playing the sport, so I'm not that tall. So it was really cool that I had this opportunity to play there. But as I said, I wasn't so long there. I was just max one year because then I think I saw that I could play maybe like really real floorball somewhere else. But it's really cool now how it's going there because they are working really well with the girls. And I guess many players at the moment are in the Prague and in the really successful clubs in Czech Republic. So I'm really, really happy for them. And it's really nice that they're working so good with the, with the young girls there. 
Yeah, as you said, you you moved to Ali Praha, and uh, I believe 2011, 2012, that was your first season in the top division, a uh, very young age. And um, then you said you moved to Khodov, and, and you had an incredible season in 2017, 2018 in particular, 69 points in 22 games in the in the Czech League and 24 points in that playoff run for Khodov. So uh, many, many victories, many great matches, what do you remember most fondly from your time at Khodov? Uh, I think for me it was just amazing there. You know, I grew up as a good player there. I really started on the bench because the first year wasn't super successful for me. I just really had to wait for my chance to play. And I'm really happy that I was patient and I just wait for my chance. And honestly, we didn't win so many titles. I think it was just unfortunately always i think i'm not sure how many times four or three times in the row we lost in the super final and also the cup final but each of the game was always really amazing i had a really good opportunity to play with the amazing players you know and they really gave me so much i could learn you know so i am not sure if some other clubs had this opportunity you know because in Czech Republic, it was really amazing how many players from the national team I had in my team. I think one time we were maybe with 11 players, you know, and the quality was really high. Mm. So I have to say, like, really, the every year and the every games was really amazing there. And maybe this one gave me so much, like, that I could play with this big person, you know, in, in the Czech league. Yeah, as you said, uh, unfortunately, only the one victory for your for your Khodov side, 2014-15. Three runner-up medals, though. How do you how do you deal with that? Because obviously, we all playing on different levels. Um, how do you deal with coming back after that disappointment and pushing yourself for that next season? Um, it's really difficult. I remember when I won the title 2015, and I really didn't realize how big success is it you know and I was like mm, you know I will win maybe the every year so just I didn't even celebrate the title and now if I would know I swear maybe I would celebrate one month or maybe the half year you know and just enjoy this victory so because it's really much better to celebrate the victory than to lose in Super Final Honestly, it was really, really difficult. I think the first super final, you said, okay, it was the, you know, like once it can happen, but it was the second, third, you know, also the cup final. And always was like that we were leading, you know, we were like, okay, now, you know, we have to, we have to do it, you know. And it was really difficult. It was really difficult for the, our mental health. And, but what, for what I was always really appreciated that always the team stayed together. I think we always wanted win. We always wanted came back and we always wanted the fight so much. And this one was really amazing. I, I really loved, you know, and that we really wanted and pushed. And also now I think sometimes I'm also, you know, like look for the girls from Khodov and I wish that finally they will broke this and they will win, you know, because, you know, what you have to do with this, like you always want to win, you know, you always want to win and it's really hurting that you always lose like that. So unfortunately, I don't know. I really don't know. I think how we, how we went through this, but we try to do and at the end, 
you know, we were always in the constant, you know, with our performance. And it's also really unbelievable that we were, I don't know how many years, or I think they they have been still, you know, really successful. So it's also really unbelievable, but you just needed the, you know, like the last step. And I don't know, I really don't know. I think it was fine. I think honestly, when it happened the fourth time or third time, I was quite down because it was also after the world champions in no shuttle and it was like the two two you know the games which you really don't want to lose like that so sometimes was quite exhausted but I have to say that we always found the way like you know came back stronger so yeah, and uh, I promise I won't mention that game in No Chateau for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we we hear too much about it from one side, but we don't hear from the other side enough. So, uh, no, but let's okay. let's, it's move, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to your national team actually career. Um, it started all the way back in 2014. Um, you weren't really part of the the youth setup in Czech Republic as much growing up. But then you got called up for the under-19 WFC in Babymost in Poland in 2014. Um, how was that for you? You weren't one of the starters on the squad, but you were on the fringes. So how was that coming into a World Championships? Uh, this is a really, really funny story, honestly, because I wasn't in the team from the beginning. I think the head coach really knew about me. But, you know, when I was young, I wasn't some special player. Just you really only find out oh maybe you know she's a good with the running but i wasn't super with the skills and it's another surprise i think really i wasn't and uh i remember that i came as a, the reserve player in the one camp you know because of the denis Aratewa wasn't there because she played the cup final so i just came for this camp as a as a reserve player instead of her and afterwards i just stayed with the team and i then i came for the world champion so I, I think I can say thank you, Dennis, that I was there. So it was, it was honestly for me, it was a dream because I live in the small town and I never thought that I could play in the highest competition in the Czech Republic. Even in the national team, it was like really something what I really wanted. And, you know, I was with the great players around me. And as I said, I wasn't some super skills player. And I think I really knew that I am just fighter and, you know, and like the runner and I can support the team, you know, with this. So it was really cool. And in the end, we won the bronze medal. So it, it was maybe one of the, you know, like the success, which I would say it was really amazing for me. And it was, uh, it was something what you really wanted, you know, and especially when you are in this age. So you really want to win something. And in Czech Republic, I think it was the second time when we won the medal in the World Champions with another 19. So it was also cool how many players could say in this time, hey, we have at home the medal from the World Champions. So it was really cool. And yeah, you went from being on the fringes for the under-19 team to next year in 2015 in Tampere being on the women's senior team. So a, a big progression in that one year for you. What was like what was that step up like for you? Not just as a player, but for personally, how did it feel? 
I didn't expect at all that I will continue immediately after the under 19 to women's team, but the our head coach from under 19, you know, he was the also uh, after the our world champions head coach with the women's team. And in this time, I was a little bit lucky also because I was right, I'm, I'm right handed and in the national team in this time wasn't so many players in the right hand list so i remember that it was just me and denis that we came directly it was wow i just remember when i was you know sitting for the lunch with the players which i just really saw always you know like somewhere and i said oh my god they're just my big idol and now i'm eating the lunch <laughs> with them here so cool even i play with them in the line so it was really faster it was really, really different with the organization, you know, how it's going there. You know, it's completely different than in under 19. It's exactly the what you want, what you really want to achieve, you know, when you are just like the kids. So I remember that the first World Champions was for me like, wow, really, I remember this. Just, I was only there, you know, I think no one expects something from me. So I just really could enjoy it and to help the team and really get the experience, you know, and I played with the amazing players around me, really. I think now when just when I looked, for example, for the past that I when I see with, you know, which player I played in the line. Wow. I think this one, I really, I really, I really think that with this, I was really lucky, but I did also a lot to be there mm. or also it's something what you really want, you know, so at the end. I was really happy that I could be there and I played quite a lot, honestly. So it was also a surprise because I didn't expect that I will play so much there. I was ready for everything there. So like in the personally, I was really successful. Of course, the team success wasn't. But yes, I think the, our success, the last world champions wasn't some super. So you're now you gone from that time being on the, the edges now you're established part of the the women's team you've been at the previous four world championships 2015 all the way to 2021 uh team list not yet released for this year so we don't know yet but uh, fingers crossed for yourself and um how has that been that experience from starting as one of the more junior players to now you're one of the more experienced on the team um, and how has that progression been for yourself? Do you feel yourself mentoring now more of the juniors coming up? Uh, definitely. I think the first and maybe the second world champions, I was there, you know, and I was the, one of the youngest player there. And, you know, I had around me so many good players. So it was cool that just I really had this progress, you know, like that you really have to growing with this, you know. So at the moment, unfortunately, I am one of the oldest players there. So <laughs> I think I have to be <laughs> as a leader and I have to be also there for the young players, you know, like not on the field, but also out of the field. And it's really important because at the moment we are not many players there, you know, like the in my age, even older, I think it's just Eliska and Niana. So I think I'm trying to help them, you know, because I remember when I was younger, you know, when I was young and I was the first time in national team for me was quite uh, difficult and I really was in stress and I wanted to be best, you know, and I didn't want to make a lot of mistakes. So I trying to support the young players because I know it's really important. And one day they will be in the same position as me now. So I think I hope that it's going good and that I do my best. 
Well, you're not old. I just want to clarify. You're <laughs> only, only 27. I, I, honestly, yes, exactly. It's really funny, you know. But in the end, when you look for our age and our team, you know, when I play with this, um, uh, my team, you know, it's like 10 years younger than me. And then, you know, mm. I am like, okay, so now it sounds really bad. <laughs> so... <laughs> With the national teams now, there's more of a sort of focus. They're trying to do an under-23s now, and they're trying to bridge that gap a little bit more than going straight from under-19s into a senior team. Um, you see that especially more on the men's side and the women's side, they will do that eventually. So, But you've got plenty of time left, Martina. Don't worry. So no, <laughs> no worries at all. And of course, the big goal probably for yourself, 2025, uh, Bruno Ostrava hosting Women's World Championships. It's been a while since we've been in the Czech Republic. And uh, unfortunately for you, you missed the last one uh, in 2013. So I'm sure that's a big goal for yourself to play there. Um, this is really good point, honestly. I think I'm really focused for this World Champions because I was for time in no and always we were fourth place. And this is really what I, this is, this isn't what I want. You know, I always want the medal. I always knew that the team and the players in Czech Republic are really good. And at the end, the one game, which we really needed to win, we always lost. So for me, it's really important to win the medal and just, you know, really achieve something with the Czech Republic, because I think it's our time and we really deserve it. Honestly, I think we did big step really forward, you know, and I think we have many good players and now it's our time. So I I said now I really let the open this topic. I think for sure it's really nice and it's it would be really cool to play maybe, you know, like play the final, you know, for my birthday. So it would be maybe cool. I, I don't know. I think I let it open and it's really cool in Czech Republic you know the atmosphere and the organization it's really high level and it's always what a pleasure play there you know so with this i'm really assured that the czech republic will do the best atmosphere and everything around but at the moment for me it's really like the number one the singapore because i really think that we have to really achieve some big success there well you said your birthday is around that day i think december 14th is that correct? Ah, yeah, I think yeah, so <laughs> exactly. Final is on the tenth, so four days early birthday. Present. Ah, really? Already cool. I thought it is the fourteenth. Cool. So now, see, I think now I don't have to focus for it. <laughs> exactly. So you can have two celebrations. You can have a celebrate on the tenth and the fourteenth. Yes, so. and now I am in the age when I want something, so I will celebrate probably half year. So it's cool. <laughs> Okay. Well, speaking of Singapore, that's kind of the reason we're having this podcast in the first place. Um, is there any differences in your sort of build up for Singapore this year? You've obviously had several training camps, uh, EFT tournaments, um, big, big uh, step for Czech Republic beating Sweden uh, women's team for the first time earlier this year. Uh, in that EFT tour that took place in the Czech Republic. Is there any things that maybe you're doing a bit different, especially with the climate and also with the uh, time zone difference that's going to be happening in Singapore? Um, not really. I think, you know, especially, for example, in my case, I never was in, you know, the Singapore or like I never played in the country like that. So I cannot imagine how it will be. But I know that the people or our staff like working really hard and they will do, 
you know, for us the best. And also we are traveled quite earlier, you know, that we have a time to adapt, you know, and to prepare, you know. Honestly, I cannot imagine, you know, how we will react, you know, with the time changing and also the, the weather there, you know. But I wouldn't say that we have some special preparation. I think it's like the same, you know, like the previous world champions that we do what we have to do. Okay. So no playing in like a sauna or something to get used <laughs> to the heat. Oh, no, no. Honestly, I have, my biggest fear is just fly, you know, like to there, you know, the 13 hours in the plane. So with this... I think it's my big, biggest trouble, so the rest, I don't care. So first, I think I have to just go there and survive this fly, and then I hope that everything will be good. So. <laughs> well, we're we're all in the same boat. Um, I'm sure the Asian teams are, for once, celebrating the fact they don't have to travel to Europe. So it's good <laughs> for them. True. That's true. That's true. So let's talk about a little bit now about your your club career. You after several years you were in in Khodov and in the Czech league, one of the best players in the Czech league, and you decided to make the switch um, and you moved to Switzerland, and you first started playing with Piranha Chur. So, what was that like for you, and what made you come to that decision to move to another country to play? <sighs> I think it was everything really connected. You know, it was the, exactly the year, you know, before the Corona and also the year when was the World Champions in No Shuttle. Then we lost in No Shuttle, how we lost. Then we lost also the Super Final, exactly the same, you know, how was in the No Shuttle. So it was like the really two big games, which I lost in this. And for my head was really difficult. I really remember when I was just at home and I was empty and... I, you know, I never was like the player that I really forced myself, you know, like, ah, I have to play in abroad, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I want to study here, you know, and I have everything what I need. And maybe once I will go, you know, I don't know. And I just remember when I received the message from my no, <laughs> current teammate, the coordinator, and she wrote me and she really, she, she asked me what I would think about the uh, Piranha, if I would like to come, and in this time we received like with Nella Irakova, we both received uh, the offer, you know, from Piranha, and we said like, why not, you know? I think we were both there. I don't know how many years in Khodov, and it was also cool that you could go, you know, with your friends that you are not alone. So it was something what we did really in maybe two days, you know, our decision was really fast and. It was something when I said, okay, maybe now I really feel that maybe I have to do it. Before I wasn't sure when I received some offers, I was like, mm, you know, I'm not sure. I am no, thank you. So with this was something that I said, you know, why not? You know, if I will be having some problem, you know, always I can came home, you know, so or I, always I can, you know, play into some different clubs. So this one, this one was the decision probably that I was really empty and I was a little bit unmotivated, you know, after these difficult times because, you know, you are playing the sport for the some success and in the end was really, really difficult because I really, I didn't win anything and I just felt that maybe I did so much in Czech Republic and maybe it was the right time to switch the club. So, As you said, it was a big move, but you're still in Switzerland now. You're with Zug, one of the most uh, premium sides in the Swiss women's 
league. Um, you unfortunately with that first year with uh, Piranha, you were runners up yet again. Um, it's but it seems to be like it's a very good year for Zug so far. Uh, you're still in the Champions Cup semi-finals, which uh, are obviously starting off this weekend. Um, how has your preparations been for those Champions Cup? And it's obviously going to be a very tough matchup against a very tough Swedish opponent. But uh, how do you feel that, that your side is being prepared for that one? You know, every day you're not playing against the best team in the world. So it's really, really cool that we have this opportunity and we have to focus, you know, firstly for our defense. And I think it's like at first you have to focus, you know, for like our game, you know, because now you have to be like really clear with everything what you will do on the field. And... You know, you have, I don't know how many players from the Finland national team, Swedish national team. So you have to focus a lot. And uh, I'm really, 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 really curious how it will lose, but I cannot wait. And I think, you know, you never played, you know, like in this in the system, you know, before the Champions Cup. So I think it's also for us, it's the new and I think also for the others. And it can be also good for them, you know, like the play, for example, with the team from Switzerland. So uh, we have to just only focus. I think first we have to focus for our game and for that everything make it clear. And then I hope we can be also a really good opponent for them. Yeah, your your first game uh, takes place this Saturday. Uh, you can watch it on the IFF app or not any other streaming platforms that are hosting it. And uh, obviously you are facing the Swedish champions and defending uh, Champions Cup winners, uh, Turengruppen. As you were saying, Martina, they are quite stacked with several Swedish national team players. Um, but for yourselves, with your team, with Zug, you've been uh, having a really good season so far and, and it feels like you're growing in strength and strength. And, and you've, I feel like... You're both two undefeated teams in your respective leagues so far. Um, it could be a real clash of giants on, on Saturday with that first leg. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think now we know, I think in Tsuk now it's like, you know, I came there, Corinne came there. So I think we just need a time. I think I have to say that I don't think that we play our best, you know. We are just, you know, like trying to find the chemistry and everything, you know, in the lines. So I really cannot wait, you know, for these big games because I really believe that we have many good players in Tsuk and we can really fight, you know. And as you said, I also feel that our season so far, it's quite good and I'm uh, really curious how it will continue. One more thing for before we move on to the fan questions. In all of your career, both national team, club club side um, do you have a specific memory or moment in floorball that sticks out for you either on or off the field hmm, it's a really good question <laughs> now um, I have to search in my you know the successful moment so it's quite a difficult because it's probably only one so <laughs> I would say the titling with Khodov in 2015 it was like the biggest journey which I could ever had in in Florbel and it was really it was really like really really good you know in my age I was ever I was 18 and you know the first super final for me and this 
big success. I remember when I played with my one teammate and for her, I think she was 29 and for her was like the last chance to win something. And I really remember how much, you know, it means for her, you know, and I really didn't realize. And now, you know, at the end, you know, when I think about this, it's probably this moment because I think it was really big, you know, and I really could enjoy with my family there, you know, with the team, with my friends. It was just like what you really want, you know, you want to play in the Prague, you know, front of your family, friends and the, the full house. So I would say this one, the title in the Tchodo of 2015. I mean, always a title is always a nice memory to have, I'm sure. Yes, especially when you have only one. <laughs> Well, don't worry, Singapore's coming up, so... Uh, I hope, I hope. There we go. So, um, we'll move on to some fan questions. And uh, the first one for you is, how do you perceive your role as part of the Czech national team? And how do you see yourself in the team? And, and is it different from, say, your role for Zouk? Uh, I have been took I don't know three four months, so it's quite a difficult to say how it's my role there. But of course, I think I am one of those probably the leaders there, you know. But in Czech national team, I am you know like a really communicative person. I'm always try to talk with each of the players there. I'm trying to be like you know to connect with the young and the maybe older players together and i think i don't have a problem you know for example talk also about some serious problem or when we need some organization i think i'm there so i would say that i am the player who care about the team you know also with the not only with the with the floor builder you know so i um and i would also say that i'm just like the the one beauty queen there when someone needs something always you know they just can come to my room because i have everything you know it's sometimes funny because they're the always the girls are really surprised you know that my luggage is you know like exactly in the limits like the 23 kilograms and they're always asking why oh my god martina what do you have there i'm like you know just everything what i need and but when we are somewhere you know just always like oh martina do you have a you know the hairspray do you have a this one do you have a, of course i have it you know so i would say also with this you know when they need to something from the beauty procedure i have everything <laughs> So not just an expert in floorball, but expert in packing as well. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, and hey, that's going to be great for Singapore. I'm sure your teammates are going to love you if you if you end up going because that's you can't pop back to the you know Lekaren in 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 Prague to get what you need. Exactly. What is I'm a little bit worried because I am not sure if I can buy everything what I need there. So I have to be like really careful what I will pack there. <laughs> Next question is, um, are there any dreams in floorball that you have left that you would like to reach, uh, not just on a national team level, but maybe a specific league or a country that you would still like to play in or, uh, or something that you would still like to learn or develop skill-wise? Definitely the Swiss, you know, champions. I think this one also why I came here, why I came to Piranha and now why I switched to Tug because... I really want, really want to achieve something big here because I have been here for years or, and also without some biggest success. So this one would be really my dream to, you know, like to win some another title in this age because it's pretty long time <laughs> from the, my last. 
and definitely the the medal from the world champions honestly this is on my wish list for a long time and i have to say that i'm try to do a lot for this and i really hope that we are really close and soon i will have it well fingers crossed for you <laughs> thank you <laughs> me too <laughs> and do you see yourself finishing your career uh, in Switzerland? Do you seem pretty uh, settled in Switzerland now? Or do you see yourself returning home to Czech Republic and maybe even Hodov? Mm, uh, I have my boyfriend and he's from Switzerland. So I think with this, we made it clear that probably we will stay in Switzerland or I would like to stay in Switzerland, especially now when finally... I learned the Deutsch, so it's also cool. And I think it's even more easy for me than for my boyfriend. So I cannot imagine, you know, like for him, you know, being in Czech Republic and Polk there with the, our language because it's really difficult and really complicated. So I don't know. I just, I think this also I let open because, you know, my boyfriend is also the, the floorball player. He's a goalie. So and I say that, you know, it's up to him, you know, if he would like to go somewhere, maybe we could go, but it's not like that I would got the pressure that I have to go somewhere or I have to go back to Czech Republic. But I guess I will stay for sure in Switzerland, like after my career, but I am not sure if I will finish. So I think this one is also like what, you know, maybe I have to think in the future. <laughs> Long way to go. Yeah. Ah, hope. <laughs> So we'll find out um, the team list for the Czech women's national team will get released on the 6th of November, Monday, 6th of November. If you're listening to this before that day, then tune into all the Chesky Floorball social media channels to find out whether Martina will be going. Um, we can probably put one foot on the plane already, but we'll see <laughs> on the 6th of November whether your name's on that list, Martina. Um, any last words from you? Any Anything you'd like to say? Uh, I really would like to just say the thank you for everyone who like the, I think support us as a Czech national team and as a players because I have to say that at the moment I really feel that the uni hockey is getting more popular and popular and it's really cool that uh, the floorball starts be really famous between the people so it's really cool so I hope that it will get better and better. Yeah, we saw recently this this year, even the Czech under-19 women were as close as you could possibly be to being world champions. So as you're saying, Martina, lots of good development in Czech youth, fem female floorball in particular as well. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening. Uh, you can follow Martina on her Instagram, which is, give me one second, M underscore... I could have just asked you, that would yeah. have been easier, but... Don't worry, I also forgot, so I think it's, maybe you were faster. <laughs> and of course, Chesky Florbal on all social media channels, and you can follow what the Czech Republic and most likely Martina will be doing in Singapore at the end of this year on the IFF app, where all games will be live-streamed with commentary, and if you are, it's a little bit too early for you in Europe, then you can always watch the highlights of the games. Those will also be on the app ready for you when you wake up in the morning. Martina, děkuji. Děkuji taky. <laughs> and thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you next time. Thank you.